Hello, friends. Uh, this is Alec Langle with the Ope That Makes Sense podcast, here to talk to you about our title sponsor, Muddy Bites. For those of you that don't know what a Muddy Bite is, let me tell you. So let's say you buy a Blue Bunny ice cream cone, a.k.a. a drumstick. You spend five minutes eating all the ice cream when really all you just want is the best part, which is the bottom of the cone filled with chocolate. Now, these friends here from Muddy Bites did you the favor you need, all right? They got rid of all the ice cream and just sell the bottom of the cone filled with chocolate as bite-sized snacks. And they don't just have one flavor. Whether you're a milk chocolate fan, a dark chocolate fan, a white chocolate fan, they got you covered. You can find them at your local Hy-Vee and Fairway. Or if you like your online shopping, you can go to www.moneybites.com and they will ship them right to your door. Hello, folks, and welcome in to the Ope That Makes Sense podcast with your host, Alec Langle, alongside Eli Ellenzone. How are we how, doing? Oh, how are we doing, everybody? <laughs> I mean, we're pretty glad to be here. It's a beautiful Monday night. Couldn't ask for anything a whole lot better, to be real honest with you, Eli. No, it's great night for t- making a fire podcast. I agree. Well, as you may all know, uh, we're kind of getting into this guest deal, you know. We're not doing it alone, because we know you get tired of us here and us, too. So we've been bringing on some guests, and I think we got a pretty good one this week, and... Uh, I think, uh, oh, before we go, there's some housekeeping. I don't know that we have a whole lot of housekeeping this week. I would like to apologize because for those of you who listened to episode two, there, there was a little bit of five, ten minutes of talking there that maybe got a little out of hand and something that we may not, uh, we'll try to stay away from further uh, in further podcasts. Uh, it's kind of a touchy deal, and we're sorry about that, but I'm sure a lot of you loved it. A lot of you probably hated it. Either way, we're just putting out our product, and we're hoping you love it. So for as far as housekeeping, that's about all we got. Um, we're glad to have you guys back and hope you uh, love episode three as much as the other two. And we'll go back to Alec Langle now here to introduce our guest. So guys, our guest tonight is a guy who's one of the most down-to-earth guys we know. I mean, here is a guy who I don't even know if he had a phone till what he 16, 17, 18, 19? Before a basic training. <laughs> so, I mean, this guy is just he's he's a wilderness expert, can survive in anything, can make a fire from a shit in his pants. I mean, oh, I tell you what, guys, here we had a little a bit of an uh, onboarding training at work a couple weeks ago and uh one of the questions they asked me is, if you were in a zombie apocalypse, pick three people to go into it with you uh, for, obviously, how do you want to survive? You pick three people to get through the zombie apocalypse. I said, guys, I only need one. And that man's our guest today. I tell you what, this is a guy who I think had more siblings than our fucking graduating high school class. Okay? It's a full house. No Bob Saget. Rest in peace. But yeah, this is this is one hell of a guy, and Alec will finish an introduction, and then you'll get to hear from him himself. Guys, he loves his whiskey. He's he can do anything with a knife. He loves rabbits. Owns a pair of rabbit mittens that he says will last forever. Here he is, the one and only Christopher John Bainhouse. Chris, how are we doing? Oh, geez. 
Too good. <laughs> Too, Too good. good. Yep. Chris, we always like to start off with, uh, what are you sipping on tonight? Oh, just a little bit of bird dog caramel here. They didn't have the regular uh, um, wild turkey honey, so I had to had to substitute her for something a little bit cheaper. Where'd you go? Ivy liquor. Uh, you gotta go to brew. Well, brew's expensive though. See, I was gonna, but I done took her on turn. <laughs> oh yeah, bend your damn body. Here's yeah. the deal. You know, we got a friend, Bird. Bird Livermore loves this shit. Usually, yeah. apple. As far as I know, he drinks a lot of bird dog apple. No. Max, I didn't like it too, but Bird really has a fun with the, the what about, bird dog. What about apple. old Mikey? <laughs> Mike likes bird dog <laughs> apple too. I think yeah. actually, I think that's yeah. right. I've never hardly tried it. I might have to as we except, get a little further into the podcast. Except there that one night. Oh shit, that one night. Yeah. We drank his, we, we done drank his whole bottle. Yeah, we were on that ice fishing trip and uh, we were looking for something to drink. You know, we were thirsty. It's about like, three a.m. It's me, yeah. Chris, and Kate Webner up and. Of course, you start rummaging the fridge, and here's a three-quarter bottle of Bird Dog Apple, and I'm like, oh, that looks pretty fucking good. We poured three, four glasses, no rocks, nothing, just just straighten the glass out of the fridge and finish the whole fucking thing. God, did we catch shit in the morning. <laughs> yeah. After we got woke up by pots and pans, we fucking <laughs> caught shit, like, you're going to buy me a new fucking bottle that thing yeah. is fucking full? I was like, yeah, yeah I only remember it like eight-inch full, maybe? I don't know. I was just... Thought I did the favor, tossed it off, and threw it in the garbage. Anyways. I think he was mad we used his tampons to clean up the mess, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into Chris. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we get too far into this deal. Oh, geez. I don't want to say anything that ain't true, but... Well, pertinent everything they did say. Introducing me and everything. That's way... Half of that was Way, way out of proportion. <laughs> but one thing you do have to know... When I do tell a story, I like to incorporate at least 50% truth in everything I say. So keep that in mind. That is better than most of your uh, news and everything that's coming out. Well, it about goes for this podcast is probably 50% might be generous <laughs> as far as truth yeah, goes. It is. Yeah. Hey, that, that's good, though. I mean, I'm a good storyteller. At least I like to think myself. Well, okay. So you say 50% truth. Here's a question. Lucas McCarty. What percent of his stories are true? Thirty. I was. I'm saying that's bold. I'm maybe a quarter. A quarter. Yeah. You're thinking twenty five percent? Yeah. I mean, we're pretty close at least. So we're right in that. Right in that twenty. In the, probably between twenty and forty percent. Between a quarter and a third. And the thing about that guy is, he's got a photographic memory. He damn well knows. He all knows the, the truth. Yeah. He knows to the a team. <laughs> he he knows just chooses truth. not to yeah, say. That's a shitty part. Well, here's the deal: is. Uh, he told me a story a couple of weeks back about a, uh, a, okay, so he told me that the Orange City Los Tulipanes got busted for dealing drugs out of the kitchen. Yep. <laughs> and he says, well, that's the same owner as La Fiesta Char and the Myers. He says, La Fiesta Char and the Myers going down. They're going to be closed out. I tell all my family. All my family's freaking out. We're spending more money than we ever had there in our lives. And <laughs> I tell you what, I spend a lot of money there. I go, I go there very often. My favorite restaurant in the world is Lafayette and Lamar's. Mm-hmm. And so we're all fucking eating, 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 eating. Here we are, three months later, open as a fucking, as a, as a horse legs, okay? <laughs> open as fuck. Not, not a bit of what he told me was true. Lowe's to Pontus in Orange City might have been shut down for drugs. I'm not even sure if that's true. <laughs> but Lafayette is up and running like it's never been before. Is that it? is a kid that will embellish a story. And if you don't know him and you don't call him out on it, 
I usually do the guests a favor. I'm like, hey guys, just before he gets this underway, about 25% of this is going to be true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But we also are a few guys that live on bullshit. We really do. We, so wow, the deal yeah. is I can't blame him because no. I think maybe about 15% of what I say is true. <laughs> yeah. You know? So if Chris is doing 50, he's just, that's that's it. Jeez, I'm on the straight and narrow. I, yeah, yeah. I ought to fix that, huh? <laughs> yeah, better. Start incorporating a little, sprinkling a little bit more uh, yeah. embellishments in these. Yeah. And Chris, a just so the, the uh, listeners know, um, how full was this bottle to start? Well, the he opened it when it he was, came. It was mostly full, actually. <laughs> and uh, folks, this is, I'm going to say maybe two fists full right now, about Ooh. 40%. No, 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 no. I'm going to say. That ain't shit. I'm, I'm look, we're looking at about five tenths. Maybe even half, but that might be generous. But a little less than half. And anyways, we figured Seven, we better get this podcast going before Chris Banosh is sleeping on the floor. That's the thing. We were kind of getting Dude. ready, getting prepped, as you guys know we do. And all of a sudden we're like, God, Chris is going, he's going, going. We got to get this fucking thing before he's gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's a guy that when he started drinking, he's a, he commits, man. I mean, you're like, he pops his first drink at maybe seven o'clock. By ten o'clock, he's marching around the garage, you know. <laughs> and here's a guy that did serve our country. And I know I've told you before, Chris. And I know you don't want to hear it, but we are truly thankful. We are because I tell you what, I could never do it myself. And yeah. I know this this yeah, right, this, pod, right, right. this podcast is a lot of bullshit. That's one thing that is 100 percent true. We're very thankful, and I'm sure yes, all of our are. listeners are yeah. also very thankful. Well, that's the most serious thing that'll come out of this podcast in a year. Probably a podcast yeah. that we are very thankful. Well, it's for it's funded you. by you guys. It's funded by everybody. Exactly. So. We do pay for so, it. Exactly. Yeah. So, I heard some stories. Yeah. That he's gambling away thousands of dollars. I'm like, well, fuck. Well, maybe yeah. I should go. It sounds more like yeah. a resort than anything. You know, but yeah. Back, well, back. that's just a couple months. <laughs> Of course, he didn't talk I was really into shit, fire. you know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Combat veteran. I don't want to talk about the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, oh, when it comes to Chris drinking, I'll tell you what, it's either I ain't drinking at all or I'm getting absolutely plastered. He is like... I think you've got a good story for him. And, and he... <laughs> like, he and this guy, he is like a woodpecker in a petrified forest. <laughs> he he just keeps busy and looks for opportunities. Yeah, right. he does. Let's hear about a good opportunity he had from you, Alec, one night in the house. Oh, so as we did um, when we were just getting done with high school, starting college, we we played a lot of cards, a lot of poker, um, hold'em a lot of times. Yeah, it was Texas hold'em. And um, we had, of course, just gotten into drinking pretty good. And uh, I bring myself over a nice, fresh, precious <laughs> bottle of Captain Morgan. And, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, Chris don't have anything. Uh, Chris hasn't really drank with us a whole lot. I'm like, oh, well, Chris, you need something to drink? He's like, well, shit, yeah, I do. I'm like, well, I'm like you know what, I'm... I'll just help you out here. Five bucks, all you can drink, whatever you want. And so he gets going. <laughs> Meanwhile, Alec thinks this kid's hardly ever drank. He's going to maybe take a couple drinks and I'll be exactly. good to go. <laughs> five bucks. So he takes his first thing. I was like, oh, jeepers. Sure you want to, yeah, you might want to calm down there, Baynosh. It's easily a 50-50. Okay, okay. Just so everyone's bad. clear, my favorite mixer is whiskey with ice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so just... All right, continue. And he makes that fit like a 50-50 blend. I'm like, oh, a little strong. We'll see how he does it. 
And then they just keep rolling out <laughs> one after another to the point where I'm damn near begging him to stop. He's got my bottle about two thirds, three quarters gone already. And I've only had a couple drinks. I'm like, what is this guy on? Oh, yeah, that's, that's a story, Chris. Man. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is, I actually do remember most of it. I mean, that's that really is a rare occasion. You know? I'm, yeah. The shitty part is, I'm going to have to listen to this in the morning to actually know what understand said. the full. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Chris, I want to bring something up. So we just mentioned you served overseas, obviously. Yeah, okay. And uh, one big point that I remember you telling me that I think our audience will will feel the same about, and it really bothered me, was that while when we had our presidential election, you told me only certain districts could actually vote. Yeah. You want to elaborate on that? Yeah, so... uh... So I'm I'm from Plymouth County. That's my uh, that's where my registration to vote is at, and and uh, for whatever reason, their their system over there, everything you know, no absentee ballots, I guess, because there was no out- outgoing mail, and uh, yeah, our our, our uh, for Plymouth County, our 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 voting wouldn't go through. We needed some sort of like authorization or something, and and it just it like it was impossible to happen. So. Not a single person from Plymouth County that was in Somalia when I was there actually was able to vote in the presidential election for 2020. And there was there was a few other counties too. Um, obviously, that was the only one I actually worried about. But there was a, there was other counties that that were able to vote. Like I believe Wood Wood uh, yeah Woodbury was able to vote, and uh, yeah other other counties weren't able to. And it was just. You know, they made it seem like it was like a like a computer malfunction, like their system was, you know, it was, you know, giving them shits. And it, I mean, it was just a whole fraudulent deal. And I don't believe it for a second, but I was not able to vote in, in that election. So get that, folks. We have people who are defending our right to vote who are not being allowed to vote, putting their lives on the line. Yeah. And we and they do not get a say in who becomes the next president. Yep. Well, here's another thing. I. I don't want to get too far into this because I want to keep this deal a lighthearted deal. But we are... I feel like I'm going through it with Chris. Here is... They're, they're, they're forcing the, the vaccine upon yeah. Chris as a military participant. He needs to get this to, to maintain his status in the military. And I don't want to get too far into this because this is a lighthearted podcast. But it's, it's something that I'm... Ben, I've become very passionate about it just following your story through it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to ice absolutely. fish, and all of a sudden yeah. I'm getting a fucking call from the military chaplain. Chris is talking on mil- <laughs> to the military chaplain. I'm like, Chris, we're marking fish. And, uh, I mean, I, they're, hey, they're... for the record, I caught two fish while I was on the phone with the chaplain. All right? I did not skimp out, okay? I might have missed one or two, but I did not. I would, you know... My time was worth much more than his, so yeah, it might have Here, Here's the deal. If you guys know me and Chris, I know there's a few of you out there. Brian, I'm sure if you listen to this, or Jalen, if you listen to this, any of those guys that went on that trip with us, if we're marking fish, it's there's only all, one thing we can do. All that's fish. off, dude. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. if we're marking fish, yeah. we're fishing. And Chris is marking fish, and he's talking to this chaplain. And I'm like, Chris, we're marking fish. 
Like, hang up that fucking phone. We're marking fish. Like, I'm marking three fucking fish. I caught two of them. There's three more down there. I'm like, we're marking fish. You got to fucking hang up that phone. He doesn't, of course. And I hooked a few. I set a few hooks for him. Reeled a couple in. He caught a few. I handlined. Hand-lined I handlined two jumbo perch. <laughs> handlined a few. <laughs> While perch. I was on the phone with the chaplain. I mean, this is how serious this deal is. I'm like, we're marking fish, and he still didn't fucking hang up this phone. So if that means anything to you, which for yeah. a lot of you might not, but for a few of you, it's going to mean a hell of a lot. He stayed on this phone call while we were migrating fish. And like I said, so this is kind of like, I haven't lived it because I'm not part of the military. But just listening to kind of the stuff Chris has gone through, is it, it, I, I feel for him a lot. But so I think if Chris can elaborate a little bit on this vaccination mandate um, for, as far as the military goes, that'd be nice. Just to hit it for a few minutes. We don't want to bore you guys or dry out. But this is kind of a big thing that I think is really a big problem that we should probably discuss just for a little bit. Yeah, so this... This whole deal, it's so they're they're uh, they're saying anyone who doesn't have the vaccine is in violation of a of a lawful order. Which, you know, any of you guys who are somewhat familiar with military doctrine and and, uh, and all that shit, you know, I mean, that's obviously right away that doesn't sound like something that would that would be good for a military career. So, so I I enlisted for a six year contract. I'm I'm in year four now, and. So right now I'm in violation of a of a lawful order and I'm I'm pending a religious exemption for this vaccine. Can I stop you just for a second? Yeah, go so ahead. the the lawful order is just for the military. Because yeah. there's no lawful order for me and Alex. Exactly, yeah. So I think I so I think the governor just just said a thing that like um Is it a state by state thing or a countrywide thing? So right now, I believe it's just like state by state, you know, certain governors, like I believe South Dakota too, um, South Dakota has always been real conservative, but I think, um, so I think right now it's like a state by state thing. The governors are like, no, this is, this is bullshit. We're not, we're not taking So you might be all right now, you're saying? Potentially, but probably not. Okay. So yeah, cause the military is like federal, you know, I mean, it's, but. But one thing on that, I, I hate to get quick, uh, keep interrupting. You're good. But you're like, good. so the Iowa OSHA, like the Iowa OSHA said that before the Supreme Court ruling came out on that mandatory vaccination on 100 plus workers, before that ever got voted on or came out, the Iowa OSHA or whatever, I don't even know how that shit all works. The OSHA's federal. Yeah. But so Iowa came out and said, no matter the ruling in Iowa, it will not go through. Like, yeah. You will not have to do it. So it, yeah. it's got to be somewhat similar. Yeah, so that, maybe there's a little hope. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's more like, so there's, obviously there's federal, which umbrellas over everything. And then there's state, which are like, you know, everyone in this state is going to follow this mandate or, you know, this protocol. And so once the governor says, this is what's, what's up, you know, then it's I, just done. I've got to stop you again, yeah, because my, that's my brain. I'm like, once I get a question in my mind. So you, as military personnel, if the federal government has this overarching rule that you have to be mandated, within the state, if they deny that, and within the state you don't have to do it, so, like, are you, as a military personnel, only under Iowa or are you under the United States? And then somehow it's got to get complicated to be okay. you're, you're United States military personnel, but you're under uh, the state of Iowa. So that's, yeah, that's, that's honestly like a really good question. That's a, that's a huge gray area. So like, okay, let's say I live in Colorado, right? Weed's legal. They piss test us, um, you know, recently it's been monthly. 
you know, every single month, you know, you get, you piss in a cup and if you pop hot for marijuana or anything, you know, legal drugs and, and, you know, some states, uh, you know, you're booted, you're out, gone. Now is that, so if like you're in Colorado, if though? you're in Colorado, still, you're, you're still gone. Okay. So that's, so that's, that's where the, yeah. So that's where the gray area comes in. So like it's federal, but then Joni Ernst is like, eh, we're not doing that shit. We're not really sure. So it's kind of like everyone's holding their breath, you know, like a guy like me, right? I'm trying to buy a house, VA loans and shit, you know, I deployed, so I'm, I'm considered a veteran or whatever. So I lose that benefit, you know, like I'm, I'm stuck in limbo until they figure their shit out. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting, you know, I mean, it just, it just really sucks. But what do you do? There ain't a whole lot you keep on keeping on exactly what's you your prediction for that then do you think it'll be a state thing or do you think they're like like the marijuana deal do you think that'll be nationwide you know i i, I think it might come down to come down to the state i really do because you know i mean joe biden can't climb stairs so <laughs> well, if, only- i mean if you can't do that i mean can you really control a country like He's try- well, not him, but he's trying. <laughs> the only exact, thing is, yeah, I mean, this OSHA thing's got to be a bit of a positive. That's that's what I'm saying. Like these certain organizations, like we're slowly like chipping away at it. You know, I mean, I'm I'm cutting my ice hole with with the spud bar. You know, I'm slowly chipping away. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're making ground. We're making good ground, but it's just so slow. Like at some point, people got to say, you know, we're done with this shit. We're just we're just done. They just got to cut themselves off totally. Well, and what kind of impact, let's say they, they do their darndest, they make this a nationwide deal, um, you have to get the vaccine or you are terminated. What percent, I mean, obviously you won't know exactly, but what percent do you think would be gone from our military? How much do we lose by just mandating this vaccine? So, so what I've heard so far is anywhere between... 35 and and 60 percent of our military is non-compliant with the vaccine granted that's those are numbers that i heard about two three months ago okay so so i'm national guard so i go to drill every every, once every month for you know two to three days on the weekends and you know there's been you know one two guys that'll get it or whatever so those numbers are probably a little bit padded Mm -hmm. so let let's say 40 percent just for just for easy math yep it's a lot of freaking people. We figure a million people in the army right now, just total across, you know, across the board. I'm, I'm not even going to do the math because that's way above me. Well, that'd be 400,000 gone. 400,000. That's a lot. Okay. And we got shit going on with Russia right now. I mean, we're like, I mean, the United it's, States it's Army not- ought to be in high alert right now. And they're about to kick out 400,000 members of the army. That can think for themselves because that's the demographic that they are getting rid of for the vaccine. People that can have critical thoughts, think critically, and make decisions. I mean, no, seriously. Like I, I mean, agree. That's, it's, that's it's, what yeah. people are getting rid of. It's, it's not the time to be trying to stamp this on some people. No, no. it is absolutely not. Because, okay, in my case, like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. But they're missing out. Because... I can't think of one time that I disobeyed an order ever or hesitated or anything. I mean, for a year straight, like they said, jump. I said, how high? And I was already jumping. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, yeah. it's totally ridiculous. Yeah. 
I mean, they're they're just missing out. Yeah, like you said, not even just the sheer number, but the quality even. I mean, yeah, exactly, because those are, you know, it's a lot of the, your, your senior leadership. Like, specifically, in a, in a microclimate, our unit in Lamar's, there was, like, five sergeants, like, that actually run the unit, like, that do supply, that do, like, bookkeeping and, you know, just other random shit. There was five of them that were like, I'm not getting this shit. It's, it's stupid as fuck, you know? I mean, really? Yeah. And so it's like, okay, you know, kick them out because they're, you know, they're, they're not doing what we want them to do. Well, now what? So now we got to train up five new guys to be experts. Mm-hmm. That doesn't that doesn't happen overnight. No, that takes years. That well, takes years. And Those I guys. It's a lot of experience base too to gain that. I mean, like you can teach a guy all they all they want, but until they actually do it, it's... Ex- exactly. So between those five guys, there's probably seventy years of experience. Jeez. You know, I mean. I mean, it's like, come on, you dude. You can't just train all, all those guys no. with a book and expect them to know everything that those yeah, it's like, almost 70 geez. years had. Yeah, it's whatever. You know, they're, they're shooting themselves in their own foot, and that's fine because it ain't my foot, you know. They're missing out. They're missing out on me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, not trying to toot my own horn, but they are missing out on me. They're missing out on people like me that think the same way. All right, so I think we covered this pretty well. Let's get a little lighthearted again, huh? Let's do it. We're we're introducing a a new segment, okay? And this segment is as follows. Matt's million dollar question. You probably, and I'm sure you do, remember his grand question last week. And we, again, (laughs) apologize for that. That was a lot of locker room talk. But uh, this one promises to be not quite as raunchy, right, E? Oh, God, I hope not. But (laughs) at the same time, I haven't heard it. It's another live one. I haven't heard it. But I told the kind of the guidelines we're thinking. So I don't think it should be as bad. Matt's million dollar question. I would like to throw in a sponsor for this thing. Yeah. I, I, you know, and Justin hasn't told me this, but I'm going to say Justin Wessel and Pine Vegas are going to go ahead and they are going to <laughs> sponsor Matt's million dollar question. Since I know he loved the last one so much. So I got a little ad read from Pine View Angus here. Pine View Angus is a purebred black Angus cow producer, cow calf producer located in northeast Iowa. At Pineview, they strive to provide purebred Angus genetics for the purebred breeder as well as the commercial cattlemen. Uh, like we covered in last week's episode, they do have a 17th annual bull sale on the farm, February 19th, offering 117 spring and fall yearling bulls as well as a handful of coming two-year-olds. So if you want more information, you can go ahead and check them out at Facebook or PineviewAngus.com. So, like I said, that this next segment, Matt's Million Dollar Question, sponsored by Justin Wessel and Pineview Angus. So, with that being said, let's get Matt on the phone. Here we go. Here we go. Matt's Million Dollar Question. Matthew I wonder if he's going to answer even. He probably oh. should. <laughs> I should hope so. Hello. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Not so bad. How about yourself? Oh, pretty good. We're here on the old That Makes Sense podcast, streaming live with me, Alec, and you know Chris. You met Chris. Yeah, you know I know the whole crew. Yeah, we've been to the bar a few few too many times. <laughs> yep, definitely. Probably not as many times we've been out to Nahava Lake, though. No. True. <laughs> I tell you what, Chris, we went out there the other night, and it's another night of the same thing. I'm catching all the fish, and Matt's watching <laughs> I know. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and Matt it's even not, had it, two rods in the water. 
Yeah. Jeez. Well, you better uh, you better cherish that, Eli, because you know the Minnesota will catch up to you pretty soon here, and I'll be pulling fish left and right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what they say about Minnesota: ten thousand lakes and one thousand fish. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what they say. I've never heard that one before. That's because well, you're from Minnesota. <laughs> must be you know, a lot of sense now, don't it? <laughs> Yeah, well, when we finally go dark house spearfishing, you might finally catch up to me. But until then, I think I got you beat, buddy. Yep, the spears will be flying. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so Matt, we brought you on for uh, Matt's Million Dollar Question, sponsored by Justin Wessel and Pine View Angus. <laughs> let's right, hear the question, well, Matt. Let's, uh, let me, let's uh, get into the notes here. So, this one's a think about a question, philosophical. Okay. How long do we get to think about it? About all seven seconds to think of it and give me an answer right fucking now. Okay. Here's here's how it's going to work. Chris is new to this. Yep, yep. This is my first time. Matt's going to read the question. Me and Alec are going to answer the question. You're going to answer the question. Kind of all together. I'm at a advantage then. We'll all together answer the question. Once we're all done, have it discussed. Matt will give us his answer. Oh, okay. So it's better to be the caller then. (laughs) Probably because he knows the question. He probably has an answer. Yeah, okay. probably. Let's let's hear it, Matthew. Let's, let's hear it, Matthew. If you could take one person from history, okay. and you could go bare knuckles boxing in the in the boxing ring, who would you take on, and why? Ooh, you get that, Chris? Yeah, but I'm kind of confused there. What I mean, what's the advantage of of beating the shit out of? You know. Well, someone maybe in the history that's no, it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a boxer. It can be anyone from. Yes, a U.S. president. It could be. Well, so tell you what, my first what? thought was Adolf Hitler. Me too. Everybody's. All but, three of us? But, I was but then, as I got thinking more, I'm like, well, you know who actually killed more? Stalin. I'm like, I might beat the shit out. Of Stalin. Yeah. Okay, but listen, if Adolf Schickelgruber would have ever been a thing. Stalin would have never had his, you know, whole deal. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, maybe Adolf's dad <laughs> quit it off before Adolf was ever born. What about the the dumb constables that were supposed to shoot the son of a bitch when he was supposed to be arrested for the Munich beer hall pooch? Huh? You know <laughs> that's, what I mean? that's far above my pay. <laughs> exactly. I understood. I mean, are you speaking in German right now? I don't know no. what you're saying. I didn't hear what you're saying, dude. I didn't hear your language. Beer hall pooch. Okay, that was his whole deal. He was beer trying hall, to... the bar, the corner. Exactly. Pooch dog. <laughs> take my dog to the corner. <laughs> I don't know, dude. No, so he's trying to take over the Austrian government, right? Mm-hmm. And Austrian, right? I think yes. so. Yes. Yeah. That's something yeah. Like so. He wanted everyone to have blonde hair and blue eyes. Me, exactly. I'd be a goner. Plus, yeah. we're a Catholic. Hey, yeah. Catholic. Here's the deal with him. Totally off topic. You only hear about the Jews. You know how many blacks he killed? How oh, many uh, Catholics he killed? A lot of how many homosexuals homos, he too. killed? Which, you only uh, hear about the Jews, which I, I, I'm totally, I, like, I'm sorry, Jews. Like, I, that sucks. But he also killed us, Catholics. You know? Yeah, exactly. You don't hear me Christians, talking about just it. in general, Christians, really. You don't hear me talking about it. No, exactly. <laughs> Not us. We don't We're really talk it. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, here's the deal. Hitler? No, I, I think, If you all think that, you honestly, take it out, I'll go for another one. Hey, that's why Boxing was too. Hitler's favorite sport. The oh, you kidding? Fact. 
I'm not lying, dude. I read mine. He's still a bitch. Fucking that little mustache and knock that out. That's my question. It's one thing to go bare knuckle boxing with him. Two, can you beat him? Oh, I'm beating his ass. He's short. Here's the deal. He's short. He's he was, small. He was sick. And he stopped he's sick all the time. No, yeah, no. He was sick. I mean, the guy, the guy, you'd beat the fuck out of him. If you, yeah. If you went toe to toe with Adolf Hitler, you'd beat the fuck out. Do you think he had a little little man syndrome? No, nope. no. He yes, 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 yes little man syndrome. He, he probably thought, didn't even have a dick. No, little yeah, man little syndrome. Man he syndrome. he thought he was cooler than he was. He's had a spout off because he's that little guy. He doesn't think he's getting hurt. But here's the deal. Okay. I've always said this, and this it's not widely accepted. Adolf Hitler, to be the speaker he was, to get a nation, an entire nation, best public speaker ever, to turn against a whole nother race of people, has to be impressive. He I is mean, the best public speaker I think the world has ever. Could seen. you could you tell me that you're going to go up against? You're going to go up. You're going to be the leader of the United States. You're going to turn the whole United States against another race of people? No way. You it took him that. like, dude. It took him like seven years. Only. I mean. Okay, yeah, seven years sounds like a long time if you're like 12, but seven years to turn, like you said, to turn a nation of people, a relatively small group of people, to turn against a group of people that is worldwide, that is fucking insane. Like, anyway. I mean, uh, no, seriously, like, only a a few years. I think it's absolutely unreal. That's That's the best public speaker I think the world has ever seen and so probably, probably will ever see. Just ahead of Bill Belichick. Probably. Maybe we should leave him Dude. be. Dude. <laughs> maybe we should leave Hitler be because he did a good job of what he was trying to do. I mean. <laughs> no, we'll still. Okay, so Alec takes Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Me and Chris, we're taking. Someone takes Stalin out. Chris is taking Stalin. Okay. I don't know, dude. Al's got Hitler. Russians Chris are kind of stocky. You can take him out. Combat veteran. I suppose. Alex but. got Hitler. Chris has got Stalin. And who's Eli got? Some uh, fucking... Uh, what was that one guy that had like the moms? Who ran the Nike sweatshop back in the day? <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> I bet you Eli could take on Al Capone. Al, Al, uh, well, he didn't Al, do that. Al, honestly, Al, we're not worried about Al. Al he Capone. did better for the economy. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He, he did a decent job. Who was the next world's... Most treacherous. Kim Jong Un. I got Kim Jong Un. There you go. Alice got. He has LMS for sure. Do you think he would box fair though? Oh, what can you do? Are you gonna punch me in the nuts? I'll fucking rip your tongue out of your mouth, bitch. I'm just saying. Dude, honestly, like if I'm Kim Jong Un, he's a fat. If I'm boxing any of these world powers, dude, I'm packing heat, dude. No, you're you're bare knuckles boxing. You can't pack heat. Alec takes out Hitler. Chris takes out Stalin. And Kim Jong Un's probably the easiest deal of them all. Okay, yeah, I, mean, I tire him out a little bit. He's fat as fuck. You ever okay. beat the Mark? He's the one. Man. He's the <laughs> one. He's the one fat person in North Korea. You ever yeah. watched the interview? Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent factual. Too, exactly. Because. They're fat because they're malnourished, and the worms are filling up their stomach. Yeah. Okay. Ain't that sad, Matt? What the fuck did you think? If it wasn't if it wasn't Hitler, Stalin, or Kim Jong Un, I'd be surprised. Maybe Tyson so Fury. You, you seem like a guy that thought you could take it on Tyson Fury. Two schools of thought here. So, one, you know, I'm curious. Was Helen Keller actually blind? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. So, if you, throw, if you throw her in the boxer ring, and I come with that left jab right away. She's dodging it. She's dodging it. 
Helen Keller was not lying. Hey, you know what? One time, Helen Keller got in trouble. She's out past curfew. So you know what the parents did? Huh. They took her entire wall and they filled it with doorknobs. <laughs> no. Uh. Yeah, yeah, she couldn't get out. <laughs> she, she didn't know which one was the door. <laughs> no, that's, that's the one time. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, why would you want to fight Helen Keller? She did great for us. No, no, she did great. I'm just saying, like, like, just like, all I want to do is like one punch. Fight a just woman. She, she only had she only had one sense. She was just to say, she was just one fifth was the observant of viewer, and she's ten times smarter. So <laughs> exactly, why are you wanting to beat the shit out of her? That doesn't no, seem fair. No. I just want one punch. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> next you'll fight that punch. one black guy that fucking played the piano really good. That uh, couldn't see no. shit. Jackie Robinson? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know was. Yeah, that was him. Did Jackie also play piano? Well, he could see. Hit a baseball. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, Matt, what do you got? Give me something serious. Helen Keller's no. not going to come. So that was, that was my joking one that just popped in my head immediately. But you know what? I think, you know, I'm not the tallest guy in the world. And nor was Napoleon Bonaparte. So I'm saying that that would be a pretty even matchup. You know, I, I don't I don't want to go in there and just, you know, beat the crap out of someone or just get the crap beat out of me. So I'll go toe-to-toe with Napoleon. For what reason? What did he ever do wrong? I don't know. I'm I just saying. I, I, I think it would be an even matchup and would, you know, maybe just uh, kickstart my boxing career. Okay. We'll take that. We'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice to hear from you, Matt. And we yep. can't wait to hear from you next week on Matt's Million Dollar Question. Thanks, right, Matt. You guys. We'll, uh, have a good rest of your podcast, and we'll talk to you later. All right. See you, Matt. All right. See ya. Matthew Vettelson on Matt's Matthew Million Dollar Question. Matthew Vettelson, everybody, on Matt's Million Dollar Question. Brought to you by Pine View Angus. Matt's Million Dollar Question. Brought to you by Pine View Angus. I'm That's right. my radio I'm voice. Liking it. I'm liking it. You like my radio yeah, voice? Yeah, I do. Jeez, I gotta Snapchat a couple broads quick. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Mr. fucking Brent something or other. Alex, Uncle DeRocher. Brent DeRocher, everybody. And guys, I'm not gonna lie to you. So he, he texted me and he asked, so who does these questions or is ever who do I gotta send the questions to? I'm like, well, you can send it to Eli and I, or I, I guess, whatever you want. And he's like, well, I feel like I need to ask this to Eli. I'm like, okay. So it's like, can you please give me Eli's number? And the whole time I'm like, what in the hell does he even know so damn bad? So this has me pretty pretty nervous before it even comes out. First one's tame. The most awkward place you have ever had to take a shat. Ooh. I'll go first. One time me and dad were hunting. We were out in the fucking hills, you know, back in whatever, Colorado. And uh, we're hunting shit, and I gotta take a poo. I, you're out in Colorado? Yeah, we're in Colorado. Where are you hunting? Elk. So we're hunting elk in Colorado, and I gotta take a shit. <laughs> with my bow, of course. Indeed. And anything within 80 yards, I was passing, because I wanna make a decent shot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm hunting elk in Colorado. And I gotta take a shit right fucking now. Uh, My dad I gotta take a shit. He's like, alright, take a shit. I'm like, well, where's the fucking bathroom? You know, I'm like 11 years old. Where's the fucking bathroom in this bitch? Like, they're in a bathroom for 14 miles, you know, like, you better fucking figure something out. So there's a stump here, and I, uh, 
I did one of these where I like leaned down, grabbed the end of the stump, so I, I wish just you guys lean back, hold on to the stump, you know, like I just hold on to the stump, leaning back, pretty comfortable really. Pulled my cover all down, took a fucking shit. We went and shot a 350 inch elk. So. Right on. Chris, I bet in the army you have to take a mm-hmm. shit in some guy's mouth or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta save space, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no just I mean, we all need nutrients. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Exactly. No, so, so anyways, we were, we were, uh, this was basic training, I guess. So we were on a field training exercise, right? We were we were just about done, right? So we had all of our all of our other training and stuff done. So so we were out in the field for like five six days, and you know Georgia decided you haven't taken a shit yet. No, exactly. Georgia decided it wanted to rain for like a week in a row, forty degrees. So it couldn't get home. No, because the mules obviously didn't want to walk in the rain. No, no, we didn't want to walk either. Georgia decided it wanted to be about 40 degrees and raining the whole time he was there. Beautiful weather, really. Oh, I mean, geez, not too bad compared to the, you know, 108 degrees with humidity. That well, I'd take 40 and rain far before I'd take 108 humidity. 108 humidity felt pretty darn nice. That fucking gagging maggot. <laughs> well, this maggot was not gagging. <laughs> Boy, Anyhow. Where did you go? So there was this like little area where there was a bunch of burned tree stumps. Yeah. So you know you'd you'd squat next to one, and you friggin'. <laughs> so I I squat you know against this tree because that's the most comfortable way. I don't know what he was thinking, but you squat you squat on this tree and then I look up across from me. There's another guy squatting not ten yards off from me. <laughs> We're just looking at each other. You know, as soon as we get to talking and <laughs> we're just talking to each other, always taking a shit. You know, you only get you only get as much toilet paper as you get in your MRE. You Boom. know, in your meal that day, it's yeah. just like a little freaking. It's like one. It's like probably about one and a half or two Kleenexes worth. Oh, of toilet so you're paper. basically doing the old McCarty swipe. Exactly, without the shower afterwards. So I've got some. I so can, and uh, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, you're, you carry on this conversation with guys shitting across from you, and you're just like, geez, boy, I ain't got no toilet paper. You know, you, you wipe your ass about clean as you can get her, and you don't stand up, you know. You watch, make sure you don't step on no shit on the way out there. We've probably seen about 50 different shits when you're, when you was heading out the other way. It's like, geez, dude, come on, you know, cover that stuff up. But Here's the deal for you. Go ahead. Ames, Iowa. <laughs> you guys have said the same. Okay. Ames, Iowa. I probably wasn't there when this happened. You weren't. Mickey's Pub. Mickey's Pub. Maybe two hours into the night. So, you're so have you ever heard, have you never been to an Ames bar? The, the shivers rarely have doors, half walls, nothing. Just just a shiver right next to you and like, I don't care, I'll take a shit while you stare at me, kind of thing. Whatever. No one wants to do that. Hey Dude If you could have an option, you'd rather not be wide open. When we were when we were Like you just told me you picked a tree stump. When we were Okay, here's a tree stump, okay now I'm good. You know, like you're not just like here's a wide open grassy field, I'm gonna take a shit right here. Like a cow might do that, but you you're looking for any sort of structure you can find to take a shit, right? So anyways, we go into this and we're 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 getting really good and drunk at Mickey's Pub. 
And Caden says, Eli, I gotta take a shit. I says, congratulations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, congratulations. He's like, well, you gotta come with me. And I'm like, well, I don't got a shit. He's like, well, you, you, gotta, you gotta come with me. I'm like, all right, I'll come with you. So I walk in there, and I'm like, I'll take a piss, I guess. I've been drinking. So I take a piss, and Caden's working on his shit. Of course, I finish first. And so Chris... Er, As he normally does, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Quick finisher here. <laughs> More of a round two guy. So anyways, I finish, and Caden's like, you gotta watch the door. I'm like, sounds good. You know, so of course I would turn around and watch the door, make sure no one's coming in and block Caden. Nope. Stared right at him. Right into his eyes. I stared into Caden Knight's eyes while he wiped his ass. And he did not... He, I can top that. He stared me right in the eyes and wiped his ass. You could top that because you showered with a gay guy, probably. No. So in, so in Minnesota... Yugoslavia. So in Minnesota, there was five shitters in a row. All right? We were, so we had the barracks... And then the whole separate the whole separate shed was a shitter, right? There was five of them in a row, okay? Five shitters right in a row. We had men beating their meat while other men were taking their shits. No walls in between them. You can watch a man jack off. Why do you ever jack off when another man's watching? <laughs> shit's gotta happen when you're there for two, three, four weeks in a row. There was there was no you I'm not, not no I'm not, off with another man watching. I'm not oh okay so you wouldn't you wouldn't start when another man was watching you. But if he came in while you were already going, you can't stop. Exactly, you were the first guy on the shitter, which there was. Of course, there, that's masturbation, right? There was no, yeah exactly. There was no there was nobody else in there. there How was, many times did you masturbate at basic training? At basic training, probably about only three times. There was not How enough. How long were you there? About four months. There was the privacy? There was not enough time in the day. Because well, like weren't you, you in your bed for a while? Well, yeah, but when you're in your bed, you were sleeping. Bullshit. If you want to jack You get six, your... seven hours of sleep every night for three, four months in a row. You exactly. You're Once you lay down, you're you're dead. You're Chris, done. my three, four hour uh, harvest schedules uh, beg to differ. We still find a way. <laughs> when there's a will, there is a way. Yeah. Here's the deal. You can make it happen as fast as you need it to happen. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, you're like, okay, I got four hours of sleep last night. I'm either horny or I'm tired. <laughs> or both. I'm going to defer to sleep. How often were you horny then? Okay, so you masturbated, what do you say, two or three times in four probably, months? Probably, yeah, probably the whole time. In four months, you masturbated two or three times. How many nights were you horny? Okay, so here's a guy. Probably Chris, about, Chris probably about 10 started. nights. I mean, honestly, and like, you when were you just were basic, tired. When you were at basic training, you had never had the company of a woman. No. I mean, you were just straight up. Which, that probably makes you, you less just, horny. No. Prior no. to, if you, if you would have never known what it, i tell you what. I was less, uh, well, we're not going to know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When it was when it was lights were we out. We talking about shifts. You were. Yeah, tired. we were talking about Brent DeRocher. Well, and then I we're talked. About and shifts. then I talked about the five shitters without a door. 
talk about guys jacking off on the and you know we don't need to hear it. So you're really the one who got us down that rabbit hole. Yeah, you brought us down. In all honesty, I mean, you guys are the hosts, so you have to like <laughs> veer me off. We should have, that, and I'm know. doing that right now. Okay, okay. number two. Go ahead. What's Brent, the question? No Rocher. Question number two. Shoot. Is Alex still as big of a cock blocker as he was when he was younger? And I'd go out to babysit him with his aunt Tiff. Now my wife. He was so protective over her every time I tried making a move. What a dick. I always said I would get him back, but he does a good enough job of cock blocking himself. I don't even need to step in. That's pretty good. So are you still as big a cock block? I'll tell you what, Brent. Here's a story for you. We went to Vermilion about two nights ago, and uh, I was the wingman. I did not do any cock blocking, and Alex still didn't make it fucking happen. <laughs> I fucking spent this trip to Vermilion. I'm going to have to spend $40 on a fifth of whiskey for Matt Vettelson to work my weekend day for me, and what Alex buying, didn't man? make it fucking oh, happen. Oh, oh, oh. What are you buying, Maker's Mark or what? I mean, $30 uh, yeah, is yeah. Eli, pretty good. I was, like, I was like, hey, man, I'll buy you a fucking fifth of crown if you work this day for me. Okay. Matt wants Be- more. I'll tell you what Matt wants. Before we get yeah. too far into this, Eli, did you get it done? I did. I told you before we ever left that it was not going to do it. With did her. you want to? No. Yeah, at the, at during that even, night, you wanted I to. I don't even remember going to bed. Yeah, and you wanted to at that point. Two, two the, they also had a separate agreement, which we did not think they were serious about. Eddie's Grapefruit. <laughs> Whatever the hell that Big is. Grapefruit called Eddie's. But anyways, they had their own little agreement that we were not completely thinking it was a real thing. And since uh, the girls had that, they were staining. So I can tell you, Brent... I don't know that Alex ever cock blocked me, so he must have uh, kind of got over that whole fad. <laughs> Maybe you should come back and try to babysit him again. I guess. <laughs> Maybe I, wants to bring. Well, Tiff I think wife. I would definitely try to cock block. <laughs> that means I don't really need to hear so, or see my <laughs> my aunt getting railed by my uncle. So, Brent, it seems somewhat that it's an Alex nature to be that cock blocker that you've always seen him as. So I'm sorry, but it seems as though he is still that way. Like that. <laughs> That's my radio voice. <laughs> um, here we go. That's all the questions we have. Now it is totally spontaneous banter. Oh. Did you have any effect? I'm fucking smoked. <laughs> I had a lot of this still in here. Honestly, this this year bottle. Yeah, look at us go. Bottle. Cheers. <laughs> my next drink's coming out of that fucking bottle. Not if I finish it first. Go ahead. You gotta have something. Okay, okay. So here's a question. Can I ask a question? Okay, so. I didn't really have anything. Alright. So, scenario, alright? Okay, scenario. Friday night. Friday night. Saturday morning ain't bring nothing. You ain't got shit going on, alright? That's for the both of you. You bring. You. Pardon me. You drink a fifth of whiskey. Is that too much? On Saturday morning? like No, 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 no. Friday Friday night night into Saturday morning, however it is, you know, your night. Friday night, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get drunk, you know. You drink a fifth of whiskey. Is that too much? 
I've done that on a Thursday night when I had work on a Friday. So I'm gonna go. I've done. I mean, I've, I've, I've done that on a, a Sunday night into a Monday. I, I mean, honestly, I've done that into all. The night kinds of week of doesn't really matter at any point. A fifth of whiskey, no. If you can handle it, if you can still go up and do whatever you gotta do the next morning. That's what I'm saying. Like the other night. Okay. I was so, drunker and shit, and I go up and set rafters okay. in the morning. Okay, so it's Friday night, and you can drink any fifth of whiskey you want. What are you going after? Probably Jack Daniels, honey. Okay. If they ain't got that. Mix, mixing it? Or it just ice? Mixture with ice. <laughs> oh, fuck. There's no way you can just drink a fifth on ice. I drink I drink about half of it without ice. Then I'm like, geez, I better slow down. Mix it with ice. And then I'm so like, he's that, oh. at least, then at least, not as much fish in the cup. He's get, well, he's getting some water dissolving a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm, dude, I'm telling you, I, I drink a fifth of... A Jack Honey, just I mean, with ice, without ice. I like Jack Honey. The fifth is gone. I like Jack Honey. You know? No, Jack Honey is not mixable. It's, and what are you? Gonna I mean, barely. besides ice. You, okay, so listen, you add Coke, and it's like that's it. You know, one one glug to add color, and that's that's it. You know, but Coke for Jack Honey. I mean, Jack Honey is something I'm not gonna mix with anything. Here, I'm ever. I'm actually ever. Probably not. I don't think it could. I I I think Jack Daniels Honey is really good by itself. It no. I don't think you're gonna make it better with a mixer. I'm just saying to make it more. I'm gonna go get some uh, Mr. Boston Blackberry (laughs) Bourbon left from the ice fishing trip, and we're gonna drink it. We're gonna pass it around. Oh, okay. yeah. Maybe just the two of us. Probably won't get to Alec. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but what do you do? But here's the deal, Al. You're, you're setting up to make a fifth of whiskey. What do you drink? There you go. Ooh. It's on you, Al. I've. I've probably. Or, okay, a fifth of anything. Like, yeah, probably, not, whis- probably not whiskey. Not whiskey, no. Yeah? You want a Bring the raunchiest oh, shit you know got. what? Apricot and blackberry. That's, there's two options. I'm a sucker for blackberry. I'm a sucker for apricot. Bring both of them, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying crown vanilla. And I've crown? been an advocate of it for a little while now. Crown vanilla, you mix that with root With beer. the root beer. It's yes. good. Now, it's I a- can see if that's something you like, you're going to love it. I don't like like a root beer flow. I know a lot of guys do. Like, that's not something I'm into, but if you were into something, like, that type of flavor, that's got to be unmatched. I am, and it is one of the smoothest things I've had in a while. So, I mean, it's it's something that you can drink casually, or if you want to get toasted on, you can do that pretty easy, too. <laughs> Chris is going to finish off his Dissa Summer Sausage by himself. I know, I'm, I'm a little disappointed y'all don't like it. Okay, so Chris, we're going to finish our drinks before we ever dip into the hard stuff. But uh, just so you guys don't know, listening, we have a little bit of Mr. Bur- Mr. Boston. Africa. Mr. Burrito. <laughs> Mr. what? Burrito. Who's that? <laughs> you know Mr. Burrito. No, I don't. Um, yeah, don't sound from around here. Anyways. Taco place. <laughs> what are you Ames, talking about? The Ames Taco Place, Mr. Burrito. Oh, Mr. Burrito. Yeah. yeah you know what, Mr. Burrito. This is Mr. Boston. Africa flavored brandy. And we also have Mr. Boston Blackberry flavored brownie. I tell you what, back in the day at the 226, which you guys have heard of, 
We used to break out some Mr. Boss and blackberry flavored brandy, and Brady Livermore would have these shot glasses that look like toilet toilets. Like a full-on toilet, but you'd fill up the bowl with a shot. And I, I shots have never tasted so good than out of that fucking them toilet deals. I mean, they're fucking good. I always wonder why it's more water out of the toilet every morning, and now I know why. I'll tell you what, here's another deal. I mean, you're talking about me and Chris, ice fishing. We, we hit on it earlier because Matt can't catch him. Mike can't Honestly, catch him. Honestly, like... Cade can't catch him. Caden can't catch him. I'll give it to Brian. Not to toot her own Brian horse. can catch him. But I'll tell you what, me and Chris... Not to toot her own horn. Like, we are not bragging. I mean, this is, like... Shut everything off, okay? This is straight-up facts. We catch more fish on that pond... Than anybody in the Any world. pond. Any lake. I mean, wherever we go, dude. I mean, it's 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 tough, you know? It's, it's hard being us. Because we catch so many fish. I mean, it just... It's like, you get to a certain point, it's just like... Damn it. Let the know? other people catch fish. I wish, sure, guys, I, I wish our buddies was doing... I wish, I wish our buddies was doing half as good as we were. Jalen Sundell, I think, can outfish you. Jalen could fish with us. Jalen could fish with he us. He could I fish with he us. I think outfish you. Nope. Individually, not as a team. Obviously. You weren't in our shack. You, you weren't in our shack. I have fished fish with Jalen, though. Every fish I marked, I hooked. And I ate. Me as well, once I got below five feet of water. <laughs> we were fishing in 22 feet of water, and I was fishing in five feet. He was Anyways, still catching fish, and Markham was trying to Jalen can fish, fish with us. He J- can fish Jalen, with us. Jalen Sandell's a He's damn good He's on the same fisherman. plane. Yeah. Jalen Sandell is a damn good fisherman. And you know Absolutely. He could out-football play us. He's a good football Absolutely. player. Absolutely. Well, he's twice my size. But here's the deal. <laughs> Me and Chris could pull a perch out of your fucking toilet bowl. Yeah, like exactly. if you want to catch, if you wanted us to catch birch in your toilet bowl, we'd do it. Okay. We'd do it. I do. How many do you think we could catch? Zero. Okay, we'd probably catch ten. <laughs> I tell you what. So I I brought my little cousin Evan out fishing. The other I seen day. that the other day. To Knob Lake. Yeah. And I'm driving him out there. So Santa brought him a ice fishing rod, a reel, okay. a spool of line. A bait puck and a couple lures. Santa brought him that. <laughs> okay, so Santa, they, as in his cousin Eli. Hopefully, so they. So obviously, we're looking at Wonder Bread, four pound fire line, and, and a tickle uh, stick. Yeah, <laughs> probably no. Stick. no. The cheapest okay. shit Bonnie okay. ever had to offer. Oh, okay, gotcha. So gotcha. he keeps telling me, "Hey, you gotta take me ice fishing. You gotta take me ice fishing." I'm like, "I'll take you ice fishing." <laughs> so for Christmas, I get him an About ice rod, an ice reel. <laughs> A spool of line, two tungsten jigs, and a bait puck. And we fill up his bait puck at Quickstar, and we go out there on a Sunday afternoon. And then we're driving out there. You know it's out to Navis, so it's a 20-minute drive or whatever. From town, it's half hour. And I'm like, well, Evan, how many fish in here catch today? He's like, oh, probably like two or three. And I'm like, yeah, like two or three, that'd be a big day, man. I'm like, if you caught two or three, that'd be good because we're getting out here late. We're not out here all day. It's just an afternoon. If you catch two or three, like, that'd be a good day. Mm-hmm. No one damn well in my head, this kid's going to catch 10 fish. Yeah, at least. exactly. So you he, hope, You're hoping so, otherwise that's a bum day. So I've got 30 minutes driving out there to teach him how to use a flasher, you know? I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so this is going to be your bottom, and then you're going to see your bait moving, and then if there's another mark, that's a fish. 
And he's like, okay, okay. Like, he's listening to the whole thing. And we get out there fishing, and he's like, this is way fucking easier than you made it sound. And I'm like, okay, whatever. That's great. But, like, I just need to tell exactly. you, this is way easier. That fucking kid. I don't know, caught 15 big bluegill. No kid. He was going. Nuts. He was hammering them, huh? Oh, I loved them. We, we were hammering them. I would, so we, we'd set up three holes and we'd put the Vexlar in the middle. Yeah. And then our two holes. Mark all three of them. So we could mark everything. Yeah, so we were just out here in the Lake just hammering fish. And he loved every second of it. And I tell you what, there's nothing better than bringing out a friend, a cousin, something like that, just to go out there and hammer fish, have a good time out on the lake. And I mean, I tell you what. There's nothing better. But I tell you what, guys, we're getting right there in an hour. Actually, we're probably even a little over this this week, but we brought on such a great guest. We just thought maybe we go over an hour. And I'll tell you what, be real honest, you guys are going to love to hear this. We just recorded a half-hour podcast, and we went back and listened to it, and it was so god-awful. We thought <laughs> we would not want to even hurt your ear. I mean, it was so terrible. It was horrid. So we cut out that half hour. We're going to end it right about now. And guys, I would like to add is while we were doing that half hour clip, I thought of a, a fun, I think, new um, segment we can do. Probably sponsored by MS Cattle. It'll probably be, we'll have to ask Mick, but probably be sponsored by MS Cattle. It's going to be called the Ope That Makes Sense Catch of the Week. So we're going to have either a nice young lady or young man. Or fish. Hopefully, or a fish. Young lady. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, young lady for Baynots. But <laughs> basically, what we're gonna do is self advertise you, and we're gonna. If you're a nice single young lady, lady. or young man, <laughs> we are going to advertise you and try to get you a date. We really That's are. Right. We are. So if you want to be uh, the catch of the week, if you want to be the catch of the week, just write us in, and we'll give you a little something. Yeah, we'll we'll break we'll break we'll up the crap out of you, and we'll get yourself a date. That's right. So, I think it's about time to close this baby out. I think we've said all we're going to say. I mean, like I said, we just threw away a half hour of absolute nonsense to <laughs> save you from that. Like, I, I know you guys like bullshit as, as much as the next guy, but, like, you did not want to just We were out of space. That, next, that last half hour was so horrible. Outer space. We're gone. We deleted it and we're back here <laughs> just to close it out quick. So thanks a lot though, Chris, for being on, and I think we Chris, I really got a lot of stuff. Accomplished. I thought you were a great guest. I'll tell hey. you what, guys, if you haven't had enough of Chris yet, that's great because I'm sure he'll be back, and hopefully next time he's a little better because I thought this week he was just kind of lacking a little bit. This time, listen. Let me. So okay, you're time. you're about to listen to Chris talk. Here's the deal. Like, it sounds like it's, like, just happening after the last hour of the podcast. But, no, this is a half hour to 45 minutes later. He's pretty smoked. And we're going to have to start putting restrictions on how much our guests drink. Like, we, no. we want our uh, guests to drink a lot to be ready. Listen. This is too far. This is too far. No. He has uh, spilled, he has spilled a whole glass on the floor. It's time to be done. Chris Benos is going to say his goodbye. We're going to say his goodbye. Our goodbye and we we'll out of here. Chris Benos, say goodbye. Hey. Howdy, y'all. You know, goodbye. All you pretty misses out there. Send your numbers and everything, you know. See y'all later in a minute. All right. See y'all <laughs> out there. I'm gonna be hey, honest with you guys. I don't listen know. Listen next week. I don't. I don't know that what he just said made sense whatsoever. Dude, like if you can make words out of that, I'd I'd be surprised. But 
uh, here's Alec going to close this baby out. <laughs> Guys, appreciate the listens. Thanks to our sponsors. And uh, we'll probably get something recorded this weekend, I would think, huh? We'll get some, something this weekend, maybe, out again. So thanks a lot for listening and for us at the Oh, That Makes Sense podcast. See you later, guys. See you later. Stay classy.